0: Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 128. Do you feel stuck in your mental blocks? You can check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I L I S E. You can also listen to me anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Now, let's pop in our earbuds and let's take a ride together. Welcome, we're coming to the end of October, the fall weather is out there, and so we get that warm, cozy feeling this time of year, so go outside and enjoy it. That's my thoughts from Wide Open Spaces, go and explore your wide open spaces. I want to start off with a quote by Dr. Rupley: set yourself free, confront your fear, and turn the mental blocks into building blocks. Mental blocks. That's our conversation today. And how mental blocks happen when we're stuck in our life. And so it happens to everyone. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how mentally healthy you are or if you're struggling. We all get stuck. Well, what are blocks? We learn about blocks from a very young age. Remember those We have those wood building blocks. Some had um, alphabet letters on it or numbers or those big brick-looking cardboard boxes. And when we were children, we would build with those blocks. It would give us the notion or the idea that by building a wall of blocks, it stops something. It puts a wall in between you and what's on the other side of it as a child building these blocks with cardboard, especially those big ones where you could build really big wall. And so from a young age, at a subliminal level, we are taught that blocks stop us from moving forward or past. And as we get older, we have a lot of these sometimes physical blocks, sometimes emotional and mental blocks that get us to feel stuck. We can get stuck in our home life in our professional life and in our social life and why do we get stuck why do you think you get stuck well first i want to start with a little bit of a visualization with you if you bear with me to give you a concrete mental idea of how we get stuck If you can close your eyes for a minute, great. If you want to stop this and wait till you can close your eyes for a minute, that's fine also. But it's beneficial if you close your eyes with visualization so you're not distracted by the current world around you. So close your eyes. Get a little comfortable. Put on your clothes that you would take a good, nice walk in. Comfy sneakers, comfy outfit, so you're not too hot or not too cold. Because today, you're going to take a walk in the woods. Now, remember I said it's fallout, so there's a little bit of cool breeze in the air. You can feel the leaves on the trees moving. And so you begin to take this path, this beautiful walk through trees or forest Some leaves are really green, and some are turning brown and orange, representing the color of fall. And as you're taking this leisurely walk, you're looking at the world around you. Because you wanted to take this walk because you've been feeling overwhelmed. You needed a break. So this walk is giving you that break. And as you listen to the sounds and look around you, You all of a sudden step into something and you can't move. You look down, it's sand, like quicksand, and your feet get stuck. And you try to pull your feet out of this quicksand, this this sand like the texture of oatmeal, and you just can't move your feet. You cannot pick your legs up. You get frustrated you start to get anxious maybe even feeling that overwhelmed feeling inside your chest your brain starts shooting all these messages about what am i going to do i'm stuck i can't move i'm alone i'm in the middle of nowhere nobody's going to hear me if i scream what am i going to do you're overloaded with all these thoughts trying to figure out but you're so overloaded that you can't focus you can't problem solve how to get out of this quicksand like oatmeal thick goop? you take a deep breath and you stand with yourself there for a minute you compose yourself You try to focus and empty your brain of all the other thoughts. You close your eyes. You take a deep breath in. Emptying your brain of all thoughts. And you open your eyes. And your eyes begin to scan the scenery. And because you were panicking before, you did not notice that to the left of you was a very large tree branch hanging over this quicksand, this thick muck that you could not pull your feet out of, you had nowhere to grab to lift yourself up. You pull onto this branch and you pull and you pull and slowly your legs and feet come out of this quicksand and you're able to get on land. And you sit there for a moment, feeling shaken, feeling relieved that you're unstuck now that letting your mind go free of all those mental blocks allowed you to focus clearly to problem solve out of this situation. And as you put yourself back together, you stand up, you brush yourself off, you look at your body, make sure you're okay. And now it's time to walk out of that forest or those trees or wherever you've envisioned yourself to be. That's what being stuck is like. You're in situations in your life, but your brain is shooting so many messages because there's so much stimuli. You're doing so many things in your life at one time. It can't focus. It can't problem solve. And so I gave you that visualization to kind of really put into a frame of what being stuck is like with mental blocks. So let's move into mental blocks. Why did I even come up with that idea today? I was struggling with mental blocks since before this past weekend. Not being able to focus, finding it hard, usually the week before I already know what I'm gonna do my next blog and podcast on, and I couldn't. I had mental blocks, and I had to sit with myself for a minute on Monday of this week, after the weekend, after not being able to identify a blog and a podcast, and sit with myself. And it's uncomfortable to sit with yourself sometimes because you're focusing only on you. We don't like to do that a lot. We like to defocus from ourselves. But if you can't function because you're stuck, you really do need to sit with yourself. And so I decided to retrospectively go back. And what have I been doing for the past week, two weeks? Well, I hadn't been sleeping well. My daughter came home from college, exciting, busy. We drove up all together with the dog and the family in the car to see my other daughter. We then drove to Orlando, Florida and went to Halloween Horror Nights. If you've never been, it's great. They have it up in L.A. as well. Try it out. And didn't go to sleep till 3 a.m. Woke up early the next morning. Brought my daughter, one daughter, back to college. Drove three and a half hours back to my home. Only to run to Hollywood, Florida at the Big Guitar Hard Rock Hotel, if you've ever heard of it, seen it, to see Ed Sheeran, my favorite, favorite male artist. Didn't go to bed to bed again till 3 AM by the time I got home and wound down from the excitement. And then it was Monday and I had no blog and I had no podcast to do. And I realized why my mind was blocked. overstimulation, lack of sleep, running around, trying to do all my other responsibilities, being a mom at the same time, taking care of my dog at the same time, being in a car for a long time. Overstimulation, little things, thinking about them over and over and over again. And so I identified why I wasn't able to focus, why I wasn't able to really be clear to come up with ideas for this week. And once I decided to do something for myself after sitting with myself, to be alone, I realized I hadn't been alone in about a week. I don't mean somebody in the house is in their office and I'm in my office. I mean going out and being alone, in the car with myself. And so I realized this as I was driving away from having lunch with a friend. I'm like, I don't want to go home. There's people at home. I haven't been alone in days. And so I did a little retail therapy, browsing, Got myself a Dunkin' iced coffee, sat in my car and listened to some music I liked for a little bit so I could have some alone time. We take for granted what being alone really is and why there's a necessity to have a healthy amount of alone time. Not too much, not antisocial, not keeping yourself from the world, but a healthy amount of alone time. And so by doing this act, my brain was able to unclutter. I identified what I had been doing nonstop. I let go of those thoughts. They're great memories now. I've compartmentalized them. And I realized, why not do my blog and podcast on getting stuck with mind blocks? And so here we are. Now, like i said before mind blocks usually affect us in three major areas home work and social let's talk about home for a minute how our home life can make us stuck can give us mental blocks i want you to think about your home life for a minute is it organized is it disorganized is the garbage piling up and you haven't taken it out are there dishes in the sink What are your relationships like with the people you live? Do you get alone time and have your own special place in your home life? Are things kind of falling apart because you're not taking care of them in the home? And I could go on and on. Is your bed unmade? Do you ever make your bed? Is your closet all messy? I could go on and on, right? You see, when we live in that type of environment, one, I always say, messy surrounding, messy mind. And it kind of goes with that thought process of mind blocks, having that messy mind. Now, sometimes the disorganization in a home is because you're lazy. Sometimes it's because you're frazzled and you're overwhelmed. And what happens is you come from out from socializing or from work or running errands and now you're coming into a home that isn't really healthy. It's a mess. It's disorganized. It's kind of like your brain with all those different thoughts. Well, your environment has all this different stuff everywhere. It's disorganized. It might not be clean. Things are piling up. You can't walk into your closet because there's piles of clothes in there. Whatever it might be, your house now becomes that brain with all that things, like I told you, with me, all that stuff in my brain. Your home life is like that. So how can you go from socializing to work to home and get unstuck if your environment is a mess, disorganized? You can't focus at home. Your home does not become your safe place, your healthy place. It becomes another area that you walk into of disorganization. So you really need to, if you're at work right now or you're at home or you're out and about, when you get home, look at your home life. Look at the way it is. I don't mean a little messy here and there. I'm not like super neat. Trust me, I'm not anal with that by far. I, like, just plop my purse down on the the counter when I get home. I'm talking about really disorganized mess, things aren't clean, things are piling up, that. Really take a look and be honest. Don't feel embarrassed. Remember I said a messy environment leads to a messy mind. And because your mind might have been messy, your environment becomes messy so this might be an area for you to become unstuck to clear those mental blocks get your home in organized fashion clean it up try to make a schedule for yourself so that you can keep it that way it's work it's not easy we all would like to just come home and plop on the couch but we have responsibilities and if we want it to be a healthy environment then we must do things to make it a healthy environment Let's move into the work environment now with mental blocks. Are you sitting in one of those cubicles where all the noise is going on around you and it's hard to focus? Are you someone who has a big project coming and you're procrastinating, partly because it's overwhelming, partly because you just don't want to do it, but your boss wants it by a certain date and you've procrastinated? and it's due in the next couple days. Well, now your brain is on overload, right? Because you're procrastinated and now you have to flood your mind and your body to get this done on time. Now, like your home, look at your desk. Is it neat? Is it organized? Is it disorganized? Is it cluttered? Remember your environment affects how you think. So if your desk is messy, your thoughts are messy. You don't produce the way you should be at work. Are you somebody who's a workaholic and you literally skip your lunch break, maybe go to the bathroom and come back? No. You're overloading your brain. You're creating mental blocks. And though you might think, I'm such a great employee, I even work through my lunch. Guess what, you're not. First of all, you're due your lunch break. Number one, you need the nutrition for energy and you need to clear your mind. You need to step away from your work, put a block that blows blocks, those cardboard blocks between you and your work and take some time for yourself. If that means leaving the office to go get a quick coffee and come back, Whatever it is, we are not machines. We are not robots. That's why you hear all about this AI stuff, because they work better than people. Because people can't go without fueling their bodies, can't go without the proper amount of sleep, can't go without quiet time and stepping away from our responsibilities in a responsible way. So look at your work environment. How is it making you stuck and creating mental blocks because you're not doing the appropriate things to clear the brain out? Get those cobwebs out. You know, I envision it as like the brain in a cartoon fashion with all these different pictures of what's going on in your life inside the brain. And when you look at it, you can't even focus On which picture from the next because there's too many of them and that's overload and that's when we get stuck let's go to social life what is your social life like are you social or are you solitary well if you're solitary then your brain is probably extremely stuck because you're just sitting with yourself And not socializing. And so all you have is you and your thoughts. Obsessive thoughts. There needs to be a healthy balance between alone and social time. What type of social activities are you doing? Who are you socializing with? Are there toxic people in your life? Are there people that you spend time with that you don't really feel very good with after. And every time you're with them, another thing they do or say irritates you and gets stuck up in your brain to the point that you can't function because your thoughts are all on this toxic relationship. Sit with yourself. Look at your social life. Look at your relationships. Are they positive? Or are they negative impacts on your life? Maybe as you're getting older, you realize that socializing in big crowds is too much. Don't pull away from people. Start to get your groups of people that you socialize with in smaller amounts. There's nothing a matter matter with just having a handful of friends that you can either spend one-on-one or small groups if that's where you are in your life. Because if you're avoiding social situations because of crowds, well, then you're falling into a pattern of being antisocial. And in that our brain becomes stuck. Look at the healthy relationships in your life that nurture and nourish you and look at the relationships in your life that may have a negative impact on you that overwhelm your thought process and your brain and make you feel stuck and have mental blocks. You see, these three areas in your life can all be cluttered at the same time and disorganized and not in a healthy way for you. Or it could just be one area that's not organized and creates chaos for you in your life and gets you feeling stuck and have mental blocks. This is where you have to do the work and identify Now, it may not be this major thing, excuse me, of your home being disorganized, your work being disorganized, your social life being disorganized. It could just be like what I just told you I went through, two weeks of piling up nonstop lack of sleep. I had a great time. It was fun. But I'm not a robot. And so my brain was cluttered. And I couldn't think and I couldn't focus. When we can't think and we can't focus, we don't move forward. We get stuck. We get overloaded. And we can't think clearly. And the ultimate goal in life, right, is to move forward, to evolve, to do the best at whatever we do. And the only way to do that is to unclutter, to get unstuck the only way to get unstuck is to clear out what's been going on and identify those things that have become blocks, those mental blocks in front of you. One little area that I'm going to mention just a little bit, it's going to be next week's podcast. It's about imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome can lead you to being stuck and having mental blocks. What does imposter syndrome mean? Whatever your roles are in life, being a mother, being a father, being a sister, being a brother, being a VP of a company, having a podcast, being an author, working on artistic things, working in a factory. Imposter syndrome is when you're doing something that you Don't really feel like you're qualified for, but you are. But yet you don't have enough self-esteem in yourself and confidence to feel that you're worthy of those actions or those job positions. And those things can make you stuck and have mind blocks. So next week, tune in for Imposter Syndrome. I'd like to send you off with another quote This quote is by Dan Millman. You don't have to control your thoughts. You just have to stop letting them control you. Get unstuck. Release those mind blocks and I guarantee your life will be more productive, healthy, and you will feel more at peace. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 128. Do you feel stuck in your mental blocks? Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world and clear your mind. And until next time, my friends, ciao.